It is Susie Ashworth here, and I have a question for you. Would you like to get a copy of my Sunday Times best-selling book, Infinite Receiving, Crack the Code to Conscious Wealth Creation for free? If so, listen up. I am on the biggest of missions. It is my desire that this book gets into the hands of 100,000 humans, which is such a crazy number. It's something like 0.4% of all books that have ever been created will ever sell 100,000 copies. So we are aiming big and I'm here for it and I want you to be here for it too. So part of our vision is to make it as easy as possible for you to get hold of this book, for you to share this book with your friends. And so guess what? You can get the book for free. I will pay for it for you. All you need to do is just pay the postage. Yes, you heard that correctly. And what's going to happen when you receive your free book is that I am also going to give you the Infinite Receiving Hypno Activation. So this is designed to work alongside the meditations that you receive in the book. And I want to kickstart your ability to receive more infinitely now. So you get that with the Hypno Activation. You will also receive the exclusive five-week course that I created to celebrate the launch of Infinite Receiving, the book. And so what you will find is in this condensed course, which actually it's six weeks because I've included a Q&A session, which is amazing. What you will find in those weeks is a real deep dive into what I teach in the book. So the value of that is £497. It is amazing. It was such a joy to deliver. And on top of that, you are going to receive 21 days complimentary access to the Infinite Receivers Members Club. So not only am I releasing trainings in there every single month, so depending on what point you join the membership, there will be months and months of trainings that you will be able to access for free in those 21 days. And I also have a channel called Daily Devotion, where I come in every single day and leave you a training. Sometimes it's in the morning, sometimes it's in the evening, sometimes it's in the afternoon. But That training is designed to inspire you, to remind you, to be an anchor for the mindset that you need to have, the lens that you get to look at the world through in order to amplify, elevate, and accelerate your receiving journey. Yeah, it's absolutely wild. You get all of this for free when you say yes to getting the free book. Like literally all you have to do is pay for postage. So I couldn't make it any easier. And what I want you to do is for you to grab a book and for you to tell a friend to grab a book. Let's get this into 100,000 hands. 
And all you need to do to claim your free book is go to susieashworth.com forward slash book for free. That easy. So susieashworth.com forward slash book for free to claim your brand new free copy of Infinite Receiving. Crack the code to conscious wealth creation and finally manifest your dream life. When we're in a live launch, one of the things that I pride myself on is being able to see things that are not working in the moment and changing my approach and strategy based on what I'm seeing. And if you are not doing that and you are in a live launch and you're saying to yourself, I can do this next time or I'm going to think about this for next time rather than asking yourself, how can we make this better for tomorrow? You're missing such an amazing opportunity. Welcome to the Limitless Life Experience podcast with me, your host, Susie Ashworth. I'm a mum of three, seven-figure serial entrepreneur, Hay House author, international keynote speaker, quantum transformation and embodiment coach, and believer in miracles. My superpower is helping conscious leaders like you create six-figure breakthroughs in your business fast so that you can expand into limitless living and being part of the tidal wave of positive impact that we want to create around the world. In this space, you will hear me talk all about wealth, yourself, spirit and impact. This is the Limitless Life Experience. And I am going to dive on in with a quick and dirty one today. We are going to talk about dealing with challenges. And it might sound a bit weird for me to say that I am excited about sharing this with you, but I am. And I think that I'm excited about sharing this with you because... Recently, there has been a resurgence of the conversation around grace and ease. And as always, there are people on both sides of the coin saying, it's possible for everything to be easy and it's going to be really hard. And I really, I really sit, not in the middle, actually, I am definitely towards the more grace and ease perspective because If I sit on the, it is all going to be really hard and really challenging and just a real freaking nightmare, guess what? I create really hard, really challenging and really freaking nightmare situations. Now, that does not mean that everything in my life is easy. By any stretch of the imagination or anybody's perspective, there are so many elements in my life that I find challenging is the word that I am going to use. But I have definitely found ways of dealing with the more challenging situations and scenarios, particularly in business. And it is different It is different for me in my personal life because there's even less control. You still, the principle of you should always focus on the things that you can control holds true in business and in life. And yet it is easier for me when it comes to business to not take everything like a heart wound. It's easier in business to not feel like somebody has got a dagger and like, like hit me in the stomach three or four times. (laughs) And because of that, 
It means that it is, I think, easier to deal with challenges in business. I'm still working on ease and grace when it comes to challenges in my personal life. And I also want to recognize in the saying of that is that it's totally normal to take things really personally in your business. When you, you know, love what you do, you come at things with a good heart, you want your clients to succeed, obviously you want people to like you. It can be challenging to not take things personally when a challenge arises. So that all being said, I thought it would be really useful to hear how I used to deal with things and you can look to see how many of these things resonate with you as you are today versus how I actually deal with things now. So I think probably the thing that was most unhelpful back in the day when things didn't go to plan was in the past I was always looking for somebody to blame whose fault is this and it's really interesting because I hear it with my kids not my fault he did that she did that this is her fault like that is a very very common thing and it really drives me insane and that was my journey that was my journey for a long time whose fault is this and whether I was looking for somebody externally to blame or blaming myself it was a thing It was a very real thing. So that was the first thing that I did. Do you resonate? Do you still look for somebody to blame? And I think that we can, as adults who believe themselves to be more self-aware, we can sometimes shift the word blame into responsibility. Who's responsible for this? It's the same energy. It is the same energy. The second thing that I would do is firefight. So I wouldn't really worry about the strategy that I was using. It was absolutely more about just let's sort this shit out and then we will work out what happened afterwards. But let's just deal with it. So where's the blanket? Let's get the wet blanket and let's just let, let's just bury this. And I still think that sometimes, depending on what you are being faced with, sometimes that strategy is necessary. We just need to get this shit sorted ASAP. However, I do that less now and I will explain why more shortly. The third thing that I used to do or didn't used to do is reflect so much and the reason that I didn't need to reflect on why what happened happened is because I was in blame mode you know it was that person's fault like let's just make sure that that person never does that again or stop thinking like that or stop saying that and then we'll be done or you know I fucked up sorry I won't do that again that was the extent that was all that was required when you're blaming somebody you don't need to reflect either on the situation or the actions that led to the situation as much because all you're looking to do is offload onto the other person so that is kind of how I used to deal with challenging situations the other point and this is more personal than in business is that I would often hide I would just retract, I would retreat. 
I'll come up when everything is okay. When everything has miraculously sorted itself out, then I will pop up. I see this happening in people's businesses all of the time. It's not helpful. I see this happening in life all of the time. I don't necessarily think that, well, I know that that is not a trait that I lean into anymore. I know that that doesn't serve me. That was a very real thing in my personal life. Not so much in business, but I do see that one. It's not helpful. So that's how things used to be. This is how things are now. The first thing that happens when a challenge pops up is I will zoom out and analyze what the heck is going on. And this feels like CEO Sue's. This is very, very different. And I'm very conscious that it is different. Like when somebody says, this is this is not working or that's not working or this person said this or that person said that, I don't respond as quickly as I used to. I want to analyze. Now, my analytic processing is still quick. I'm not the type of person who needs like two days to think about something. In fact, I find that infuriating. <laughs> I'm not saying that it is not useful and depending on your personality type, two days might be perfect for you and you need to find the analytical process and timeline that really serves you when it comes to making great decisions. For me, just taking a step back and being like, okay, what is actually going on here is the first point, the analysis point. I can do it quickly, but it's absolutely required. The second thing that I do after I have had a recce of the situation is I get curious. How can we avoid this situation happening again? That's such a powerful question to be asking yourself like in the moment. When we're in a live launch, one of the things that I pride myself on is being able to see things that are not working in the moment and changing my approach and strategy based on what I'm seeing. And if you are not doing that and you are in a live launch and you're saying to yourself, I can do this next time or I'm going to think about this for next time rather than asking yourself how can we make this better for tomorrow you're missing such an amazing opportunity so your ability to get curious in the moment is really helpful and your ability to see the gaps what was this person thinking what was their objective why has this gone peak tong what are the gaps that have shown up and then thinking about what is the outcome that I desire? How would I like this to play out if not for what is happening in this moment, but for next time? I'm thinking about that live in the time. I'm getting curious. I'm not making assumptions. I'm asking lots and lots and lots of questions. That's super helpful. The third thing that I do is create a process. I want a process. And for anybody who is really wanting to build a company and anybody who is really wanting to elevate their leadership, creating processes for how to deal 
with things when the shit hits the fan is absolutely critical when it comes to building a company. In the past, in the early days of my business, you're just sorting crap out and you are doing it. And so you might have a plan and you might have a a repeatable plan that you do every single time something crops up. But when you are running a company or you're wanting to build a company, you need to have a plan for when the shizzle hits the fan that other people can follow. And in order for other people to follow, you need to create a step by step. And so really what I'm talking you through here is what I share with the managers and the leaders within my company around how to deal with a problem. Step one, analyze what's actually happening here. Step two, get curious. How can we avoid this happening again? What is the outcome that we want to achieve? Step three, put this into a process. So we stop, we, we, every gap that we find, we create a step for somebody to follow so that that cannot happen again. And it's written down, it's put into a Google Doc, it's added to Asana. There might be a video that's created depending on whether it's a tech challenge, a clientele challenge, a finance challenge. Depending on what type of challenge it is, there'll be a written document and a video that talks people through the process. And the moment that you start taking that seriously, not only does it make it easier for you to deal with the challenges personally because you have a process so what am I supposed to do you have a process but it also makes it easier for other people on your team to deal with challenges in your absence because they have a process and so all of a sudden by creating this system you no longer have to hold all of the balls in the moment because you're empowering other people to do that through the systems and processes that you are creating. So it doesn't matter whether you have a team of 10, 15 people like me, or whether you're working with your first VA. This is something that you can start implementing now. And the sooner that you start implementing it into your business, the easier things are going to become. And this is about creating more ease when difficulties arise. So look, I hope that you found this useful. I love it when you hit me up on Instagram to tell me your thoughts, your feelings about each episode. If you have loved this, please share it so we can spread the love and I will see you next time. And in the meantime, please remember that faith plus action equals miracles. Thank you.